0: Thank you for tuning in to Omni Wellness Studio, hosted by Keith Osmond and Ali Rico. Through this podcast, we hope to bring you inspiration, knowledge, and strength through hearing about our experience and others that will help you win each day in life, business, and fitness. Welcome back to the Omni Wellness Studio. We're back again. I got my Sweet co-host Ali Rico, what's I up, Ali?
1: Hello, hello.
0: What you been up to? You doing all right?
1: Oh my gosh, I feel like that everything's just a whirlwind here lately, but it's all good stuff.
0: Yeah, definitely, man. It's a lot of a lot of cool changes taking place, yeah. and um, we're 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 kind of on some got a lot of goals we're trying to accomplish over these next few months, and we're gonna use this time to to kind of share some of those with you.
1: Yes. So this is all about the summer shred get
0: shredded. And yeah, before we get into it, I normally don't ask this, but if you guys are getting any, any value from the, the show, um, get that little thumbs up or give us a review on Spotify or whatever platform you're listening on. We're, we're just trying to get those, get those up some. So we sure do appreciate it.
1: Yes, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. We would, we would so appreciate it. Uh, but summer shred. So one of the, we've yeah. been together for five years now. And we have never been on the same schedule as far as our calorie consumption,
0: or goes. even even fitness journey. I mean, no. when we first met, you were you were CrossFit. I was
1: CrossFit. And you I was were, bodybuilding. Yep. And then I switched over to powerlifting. You were still bodybuilding. And then as you made your shift into powerlifting, I was making my <laughs> shift into bodybuilding. Yeah, we just, So you can imagine that our nutrition goals they've never been aligned. This is the very first time that our nutrition goals have been aligned and it's taken some adjustment on each of our parts, just individually. And then together as we live together and we've got the smallest, oldest kitchen in Rome, I think. Oh my
0: gosh. Yes. (laughs) I'm I'm literally about to go get a sledgehammer (laughs) and just take out a wall.
1: That would be awesome. So it's, it's taken some, some adjusting. And I think that we've done a really good, good job with it. So we just wanted yeah. to share yeah. our experiences. Uh, we've got two totally different reasons why we are getting shredded for summer. It definitely goes a lot deeper than just wanting to look a certain way in a bathing suit on the beach. I don't even know if we're going to make it to the beach this year. Gosh, I hope we do, but that's definitely not the driving force.
0: It's not the driving force for me, but it, it is part of the reason, but it's not the main reason. There's a lot more deeper... Deeper wise than that. Yeah. This can be the fun, the fun one. I mean, who would want to be absolutely peeled on the beach?
1: I know. And I've told you before that even if I do get super, super shredded, I probably still won't be comfortable in a bikini. I've never been comfortable in a bikini, but I am getting used to it as my body is really, it's really responded well to the calorie deficit and the training that I've continued to do uh, as my body is responding better than I thought that it was going to, I'm embracing the idea of this whole bikini thing a little bit more. Oh yeah, I mean, these these, these last
0: photos you've you've posted, man, like you'd be like...
1: I don't even recognize my body.
0: Turning all kinds of heads on the beach. (laughs)
1: So where you have done this type of summer shred before, I mean, I I remember when we first met, you were like knee deep in a deficit. And this is something that really isn't, isn't new to you, but it's totally new to me. I never gave myself the opportunity to be in a deficit for long enough. I don't handle hunger very well. I don't handle the discomfort very well. But for you, you really seem to embrace it and roll with it and i think part of that is because you know that it's not a permanent thing and that's what we want to get across right off the bat is that the type of summer shred that we're talking about what it takes to get there is not yeah. sustainable would you agree with that
0: yeah it's um it's definitely an extreme goal for me it's not super comfortable but um, once i flip that switch in my mind it's, it's going to happen and it's been flipped now for i guess about two months mm-hmm. and it's i'm on track for it to happen and like she was saying earlier the driving force isn't just to only look lean on the beach but there's way more to it than than that for me and we can get into that in a minute but yeah it's what we're trying to say is a lot of these tips we're about to give you you can you can take bits and pieces from them to, to learn how to create like a lifestyle uh diet you know what's wrong with being just 15 body fat you know year round uh, instead of instead of a seven you know exactly. being staying seven percent body fat year-round I could do it but I don't know if I would want to um so I'm, my goal was to 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 reach a certain body fat level and stay there year-round and I'm using this 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 time period in my life to do that and we can elaborate more on that here in a second on the on the deeper rooted wise
1: yeah so for me I've always done where I would I would look oh okay enough and I value being strong. I value what my body can do over what it can look like. Honestly, I think just deep in my heart, I just didn't think that I could ever get that shredded look. And I had just given up on it. I just didn't think it would ever happen. So I never gave myself the, the, the tools. I never would open myself up to the support. I wouldn't give myself the time in order to, to do it. Um, I would see people with like these 12 week transformations and I was like, well, why can't that be me? I, I had just given up on all of that, yeah. but having mm-hmm. a nutrition coach to trust in and having him tell me what to eat and how much and the trust that I was able to build with him in the year before this deficit started, I knew that he wasn't going to put my health at risk. I knew he wasn't going to starve me. And that, that has meant the world to me because yeah I'm still hungry and I am miserable but I know that it's not going to be forever
0: and I've learned a lot about the importance of just sticking to a plan and being Mm -hmm. consistent like not consistent for a week not consistent for two weeks not consistent for a month but for months and I've seen that with you because this is a girl talking about Allie (laughs) that literally thought she didn't and couldn't have ab definition and you know in the past when I've seen you or witnessed you try to to clean up your diet and i felt like what i was seeing was a lot of effort you still wasn't able to have a lot of results as far as toning up your midsection and then there for a while i was even thinking well hey maybe maybe just some people just got bad genetics you know like you know like there's there's just too much like visceral or or different types of tissue fat in that area and you just can't have
1: abs like they're just never gonna pop i mean because i've been lean before when i just ran back in my early 20s i was just a runner i didn't lift weights and i had gotten pretty lean i look back at these pictures and i would show a little bit of my stomach uh, there's a picture after a race and i i remember even at that time there was no ab definition there at all so yeah i just but thought yeah, that it just went in the cards for me
0: but now seeing her stick to a a plan and not not deviate but maybe a couple of percent I know I'm not talking about stick to a plan Monday through Friday and then just go crazy on the weekends, which is what I used to do. I'm not talking about do the plan for a couple of weeks and then the fall off for a few weeks. I'm talking about, you know, probably 90 percent plus, you know, sticking to the plan 24, 24 hours a day. I have seen her body transform into what at one time we thought was impossible. I see ab definition. Not only do I see ab definition her, but you start seeing vascularity. That's through, through abs and it's very flat you start seeing the square you know ab definition popping and that's just proof to me there that you can you can you can pull out any excuse in the book you know oh it's my body type oh it's my metabolism oh it's my genetics and i'm finding as time goes on with my experience not only seeing other people but just working with people that it's all it's all horseshit it's it's everybody can reach their goals if they just stay focused long enough mm-hmm. you know your your metabolism is not broke your hormones are not off yeah your hormones may be off but you can still reach some really good results
1: there's nothing extreme about what i'm doing what i've done it's consistency it's always knowing that i can get back to it you know all this time like he just said i doing the monday through friday thing and then blowing it on the weekends and you know Yes, I I'd, I'd shot myself in the foot many, many, many times knowing I could just get back on track, but I learned something each time and there comes a point when you do that enough, you realize I'm I'm never going to get anywhere if I don't make a change. When I continue to do the same things, I'm gonna to continue to get the same things. And I was tired of continuing to get the same things. So I knew that something had to change and it started up in my mind and I had to say, well, maybe this is i mean i I didn't even want to say it was possible for me, even just using the word "Well, maybe, maybe this could be possible for me." That opened up the door to be able to really just just roll with something and stick with something, see yeah. a little bit of result and then and then it just it just it's like a snowball.
0: One of my favorite newest quotes is "When the pain of staying the same, it grows greater than the pain of change,
1: yes. Yes, because it is uncomfortable to make changes. I was someone who didn't want to meal prep, and now meal prepping is so easy to me, and that's what that's what I wanted. I wanted, uh, and we can get into why we're even doing this because this is a perfect lead into it. The reason um, right now that I am in the deficit that I've I've been in for twelve weeks now, I believe uh, I'm going to be competing. And I'm going to compete at the Roman and that's in, oh my gosh, six weeks, six weeks. And then seven weeks is Chattanooga right after. And that's, that's what we're really gunning for are those two shows. And, uh, I did not want to be learning how to meal prep in the middle of a prep. Number one, I didn't even know if my body could even respond in order to say I'll, I'll prep for a show. If it did respond, though, I had to believe that there was a possibility that my body could respond. And if it was going to respond, I needed to be prepared. I needed right. to know how to meal prep. We needed to know what foods were going to work for me. I needed to just prepare my mind and emotions the best that I could. The only way that I'm going to know what it feels like is to actually go through it. And I'm, I'm in it right now. So that's the reason that I'm doing it. And uh, it, it's it's taken some adjusting, that's for sure. Awesome. So why are you getting shredded for summer?
0: I'm, I'm just using getting shredded for summer as a way to pull me back to, to where I naturally feel like I, sh- I, sh- I should be and need to be. I've always...
1: Because you feel lighter on your feet, I've right?
0: always put a lot of value in aesthetics and just being like... like the best version of yourself aesthetically, because that to me, when you got a person that that is in shape, and you can look at them and, and see that they've took care of their body, even without their shirt on, you know, you got you can just tell you can tell when somebody's healthy and lean, mm-hmm. and they put in work. That that has always just radiated discipline, and you know they, they they've got their their mind right, you know, because it's it is hard. It you can't buy it, you can't pay somebody else to do it. Any, any individual that is, you know, able to stay relative, rel- relatively lean year-round, not super, super shredded, but just lean in general, and stay on their diet, you know, 90% of the time in their workout routine, and just that takes a whole other level of mindset and discipline. Yeah. And I, I take that as a challenge, and I feel like that's where I naturally thrive. And, yes, I've – not been perfect through the years. You know, you've seen my kind of ups and downs. I've never totally let myself go, but, you know, the times I did kind of let myself go, quote quote. Um I just know that I don't feel feel the greatest. I don't I'm not I don't have the as most confidence as I know I should have. And when you're on your game and you're 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 doing the right things, even when you don't want to do it, you know, um, having that discipline and then you start seeing the results That just creates such a feeling of confidence and um, uh, success or, you know, reward. I mean, you can't even I can't even explain it.
1: No, I totally agree. And I don't know if you remember having this conversation with me, but I was saying that once it it got within a certain, I don't know, 75 days. I was going to do 75 hard. I was like, maybe if I do 75 hard, then I'll have something to focus on and I'll be able to to do that leading up to the show. And then your wheels started turning and you're like, well, maybe you can do this other extreme type of program that builds mental toughness. And, you know, maybe you can do that. And something, this light bulb, just this bright light bulb went off in my mind. And I'm like, right now, this, the prepping for a show is the opportunity to build the mental toughness that I'm wanting to build. Yeah. I don't need to do a 75 hard challenge. <laughs> this is hard enough. I don't need to go and spend money and do, you know, some extreme type program to build mental toughness. I don't need to look outside of myself. I am in it. I am in it. And it it is the most challenging like what you were just saying, the dedication, the consistency, the discipline, the saying no to certain events, the saying no to even a slice of cake. Now, again, part of what keeps me going is knowing that this is not going to last forever. This is not going to be the rest of my life. This is a short relatively short period of time of the year i just i just came off of eating three thousand calories for months and months and months and months those days will return but this is the season that i'm in right now and when you can embrace that and you can you will build the discipline you will build all of those things that you just described that you you value in a person and most of all yourself
0: yeah, and then you know a lot of people that, that jump on the stuff like seventy five hard. They've never even done the the simple things. You got to like what do you call it? Crawl before you walk. Like you got people that do seventy five hard for seventy five days, but they've still they still never even used a digital food scale, mm. or you know really have a good understanding of what five hundred calories
1: looks like on a plate. And one of the one of the things on that list is follow a diet. So yep. of course they're gonna go and reach for a low carb diet, a keto diet. They're gonna reach for something that is just the the trendy fatty thing. When I say fatty, I mean F A D D Y. So here's a question for you: Which which diet? Let's say someone wants to get shredded for summer. Which, which diet is gonna be the best and get the quickest results?
0: So. To get shredded, I mean, it, for me, it's just, like I said, the stuff this we're is talking a trick question, about. By is, the way, because if y'all listen to uh-huh. us at
1: all, you know, you know that that we don't endorse any particular type of diet.
0: Yeah. So, like for me, it's just if I'm if I've got a deadline, you know, I'm I'm going to create a pretty aggressive calorie deficit. You know, that's not really sustainable year round. But I'm that's the whole goal. Like if I have a a goal to be ten percent or below by June the first. Why would I want to snail pace my way there? Why would I want to, you know? I'm I'm actually looking forward to the. I'm feeding off the uh, uncomfortableness right now. I mean, it's 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 something I know that I'm not going to do year round. But right now, I have a deadline, and I'm I'm just wanting to hurry up and get there, and reach my goal. Uh, and so f- it's it's calories in versus calories out. But that's that they, even that phrase is is used too loosely, in my opinion. Um, there's a couple of different things that you need to make clear on that is yes, it's calories in versus calories out. But for me, I'm still getting in probably 80% of my calories from real food sources. So, you know, if you, if you tell somebody, Hey, um, just go on a, a, a 1400 calorie diet or a 1200 calorie diet to get shredded for summer. And that person has no clear path or habits or any kind of guidance, as far as I know, that person could be uh, eating 1,200 calories uh, in peanut butter and protein shakes exactly. and microwave dinners all day.
1: And then they're wondering why they're not getting results.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that, that opens up a whole other can of worms. I mean, you know, anytime you're eating something that's not real, and if it comes from a
1: And when we say not or, real, right, like we're talking unprocessed foods. Yeah. And some foods like you know rice yes there's a certain bit of processing that goes on with rice (laughs) yeah i
0: don't mean you know you
1: you know that there's um and you may not know um there's a difference between having you know chicken breasts that come from your produce not produce (laughs) your meat section and going and getting canned chicken you know, yep. and if, if that if if that's a convenience thing for you, then that's something that you need to do. But I would definitely not rely on something that comes from a can, comes from a bag. Uh, just just get the real thing. Your yeah. your body will thank so, you for it.
0: For me, it's getting super shredded before a certain deadline. It's just yes, massive. You know, a, a pretty steep calorie deficit. I mean, I'm I'm eating above my BMR, which is my survival. But I'm, you know, not much more than that. And uh, mostly coming from real food sources, uh, I try to tell people, even my clients, you know, even from a, even the, the protein is the biggest thing. Because so many people will try to get in all their protein through just quick stuff. You know, oh, I had a protein bar. Oh, I had a, a premier shake.
1: Oh my and gosh. they're drinking
0: their meals. You know, every meal is a shake. And I'm like, it's that's not going to work for you. No. Like, your metabolism is just is not going to... Uh, know, be affected and like it's supposed to with with that. You know, you, you
1: those are meant to supplement your protein intake, not to replace your protein intake. Um, I had someone ask me the other day something about um, if I had changed something in my bars. She hadn't had my bars in a little while, and she was experiencing some GI issues. And she's like, they're still really good. It's just my stomach, I'm just a little more gassy. And I was like, no, I really haven't changed anything. Um, and then after talking to her a little bit more, come to find out, not only is she drinking protein shakes through the day, then you throw on a protein bar on top of that. She's like, well, maybe maybe that's what it's from. You got you to gotta think, the amount of protein that's in protein powder If you were to take that and equate it to, say, a lean steak or chicken or something like that, that you actually have to break down, it takes a second to get that, say, 30 grams of protein into your system. It takes a little while to break down. You've got to chew it. It's got to go through your entire digestive system. Uh, it's got to be broken down and absorbed and it's, it's just, it, it's like a flow. It's like a flow, yep. the protein breakdown. Yep. When you drink a protein shake, it is going straight from your mouth to your gut and it is hitting all that protein. 30 grams of protein is hitting hard. So if you're wondering why you've got some gassy issues, when you increase your protein, look at your protein sources. Yep. If they're coming from protein shakes and protein bars, That might be the reason if you switch over to having chicken, lean steak, fish, eggs, egg whites, you know, that type of thing. As long as your system can handle eggs and egg whites, the the gassy issues will, I'm going to say, resolve themselves.
0: Yep. So I always say stick with at least the 75% rule. So 75% minimum of your protein goal for the day should be coming from real food. At least, Mm -hmm. if not more. So let's just work off 150 grams, for example. If your goal is 150 grams of protein per day, 75% of that is 112 grams of protein needs to come from real food.
1: And that leaves how much? That leaves
0: 37 grams to come from a a not-so-real source, whether that's a…
1: And usually I do that pre- and post-workout. So my scoop of protein, I do a half a scoop before my training and a half a scoop after my training.
0: So I shoot for 80 percent um, real protein sources, and then the you know I, I do allow myself like a, a smoothie post workout smoothie per day, uh, but yeah, for me summer shredded. I think that was back on the question you asked. Oh. What was my route uh, controlling those calories like a tracking like a hound dog? You like,
1: like the challenge of it?
0: Yeah, just you know finding finding those three or four meals that that I know works for my calories you know and i still i still try to track because i feel like i, I I'm, I'm, on, I'm in control of my day when i log my foods but you know after you've done it for three or four weeks you know if you if you skip tracking a meal that you've been having every day it's not the end of the world you know it's working and that's what's cool about after you track for a while is you start building this awesome awareness um to where you maybe don't have to be so anal about logging everything because that's yeah. a whole other story is I know that can be a nuisance sometimes, but we do that. We encourage that for people to do because it does build such awareness.
1: And that's one of those routines that's shifted for us. That's one of those routines that shifts for our clients. They they may have never tracked anything before, but when you're going and you're gunning for a goal like this, you have to know what's going in your body. You have to know if you're trying to pay off credit card debt, you've got to know how much money's coming in. So you can know how much to pay out. Yep. You, you wouldn't just spend your money willy nilly. Like that, that's where a, a money budget comes in. And it's no different when you've got goals that you're trying to reach, um, with your body, you need to have a food budget.
0: And I've talked about this before and you liked it, the whole dump truck to a Honda. Oh, from a Honda to a sports car. Yes. Same thing. You know, if you're a person that's like just has no structure at all and you're freaking like, you know, 100 pounds overweight or 50 pounds overweight. Yes, it's going to be relatively, I don't want to say easy, but you just make some small changes and you can take that old rusty truck of a body and get it to like a, a nice Honda Accord and a nice Honda Accord is is great for just everyday lifestyle like there's a lot of people that just that just look good they work out but at the same time a lot of these people that are in this Honda Accord they have these aspirations and desires to be a sports car they they see the Instagram people they see people doing it but a lot of them aren't, aren't, aren't willing to sacrifice what it takes to go from a Honda to a sports car, and when oh, you want to go from when you want to go from a Honda Accord type, it's funny I am using these analogies. I feel funny saying it to a sports car. You think about that from a realistic standpoint. Yeah, a Honda can get you from point A to point B, but if you want to take a, a, a car out on a racetrack and it perform good and it win races and everything's got to be dialed in, you think about what these people do before a race and through the week to maintain that sports car. They've they're they're monitoring the engine, all the diagnostics. They know exactly what's going in the quality of fuel. They're not just pulling up to a BP putting in low grade fuel. Right. They're putting high octane fuel in that sports car. So if you have sports car like performance goals, then guess what? You're gonna have to change some things. But a lot of people, unfortunately, are not willing to sacrifice and stick with stuff long enough to to ultimately become that sports car body type or goals.
1: <laughs> exactly. Just just your your expectations have to match your goals. And it will take some shifting of routines. We just talked about your food, tracking your food. Uh, One of the things that I've just had to let go is the price of groceries. It is astronomical, the amount of money I spend on groceries every single week. And I can get angry about it, or I can be so freaking thankful that I've got the money to be able to buy the groceries we 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 live a very modest means we talked about our our kitchen um our house oh my gosh it's it's so old (laughs) y'all you just don't even understand we do not live in a fancy house by any means we don't even decorate our house that that stuff just isn't important to us we've got the smallest bathroom ever uh i could go on and on and on of how we live very modestly but you best believe I'm going to eat my beef tenderloin twice a week.
0: That's or, what I do. Yeah. Or have three gym memberships.
1: Yes. You know, we, you we put
0: value be. on other things than, we do. than having a Pinterest, um, something bathroom.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's, that's where we're, so super blessed that our, our values align like that because you don't give me a hard time about my grocery bill. I don't give you a hard time about your gym memberships. Like we we have that mutual understanding that we're doing what we need to do in order to move forward. And uh, meal prep, that's another thing. We'll hear it all the time. We will have people just flat out tell us, I am not meal prepping. Well, then, then what you going to do? Yeah. Well, uh, what what you going to do? That's all part of planning ahead. Or I don't have ahead. time to meal prep. Right. Uh, I definitely was one of those people that did not have time to meal prep. I started with a nutrition coach oh, maybe two weeks before I took on the opening position at Spartan Smoothies <laughs> to where I was having to get up even an hour and a half earlier, I think, at that time. Uh, I had to figure it out. I was coming home and putting my meals together for the next day because I was determined to learn this meal prepping thing. I was just as resistant as anyone else. And I remember you being quite resistant too, but man, you have done a great job these past few months figuring it out. You didn't figure it out right away. I watched you struggle. You've watched me struggle.
0: It's, you know, yes, stuff like, um, you know, even, even buying or purchasing meals that have already been pre-made you know like utilizing online meal prep companies or your local food prep companies that's that's great and that's something that i still do from time to time but like i said the that's not what it's about for me i'm i'm kind of over chasing the convenience now don't get me wrong i love convenience but at the same time i'm i wanted to a practice what i preach and if if i'm expecting my my clients to do something that i'm not doing that don't sit right with me either And the just, yes, the discipline that it takes to plan and carve out enough time. And we'll, we'll talk about the time that it takes to meal prep, which is not as much time as you think to, to prepare your, your meals for the week. That's what I'm chasing that, that mindset saying, Hey, I own several businesses. I'm up at four in the morning, every morning, and I'm meal prepping, you know, and I know that's something you're super passionate about is people that, that, that babble off Excuse, like working and got kids, and they just can't do this and can't do that.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm I'm in the same boat. Uh, I've I've got a teenager who's getting ready to graduate high school, and yes, there's a lot that she does on her own, but she needs me in a different way than what she needed me as a but kid. But that's
0: different. You don't have a baby crying and not glued to your hip.
1: <laughs> no, but when I did. I still made shit happen.
0: Boom. Wish I had a bomb like Bradley.
1: (laughs) (laughs) When I did, I still made shit happen because it was that important to me to figure it out. Just like you just talked about the challenge of it. I don't like defeating myself. So if there's something that I know is supposed to work and it works for other people, and I'm not able to make it work. I'm not doing something right. So I'm going to figure it out. And so that's what I've done all this time. Figured it out. Yep. Whatever it took.
0: And what did I say earlier that you said you liked is this, is the the excuses and the habits that you see these people scrounging around with, you know, this just, they feel like they're just, they're just so out of control. It's that's, that's what's got them in the position They're currently in. Yeah. So I wish that was like a light bulb for them. Like, hey, you know, this, here's, here's this blueprint right here that I'm still resisting, even though I've done paid for or, you know, whatever. And.
1: Insanity is doing the same thing over and over and and over over again and expecting a different result.
0: It's like they just expect this, like to wake up tomorrow morning and all of a sudden just things be magically different or this diet plan to, or this blueprint to just magically open up hours of their, their day.
1: You've got to start telling yourself a different story a a belief is just a thought you continue to have. And if you continue to think the same things, you're going to continue to get what you've always got. You've got to start opening up to the possibility that things can be different. I had to start saying, well, maybe I could get some app definition just being open to that possibility it created all kinds of space for amazing things to happen you got to start telling yourself a different story uh we we are none of us are stuck we're only stuck by the thoughts we continue to have that have turned into beliefs that's all that is
0: yep and what about meal prep did we finish talking about that i don't i don't, I don't think we finished up that topic did we
1: well meal prepping is just part of planning ahead too often we'll get stuck if we didn't plan ahead and then we're reaching for convenience food we're going through a fast food uh we're will one meal totally jack you up i'll i'll even tell myself well one one meal isn't really going to totally jack me up no but what it'll do is in my mind i will feel like that I caved to something. So I'll tell people, if you get stuck, do not make the fast food your first option. There are grocery stores all over the freaking place. Go into a grocery store and get you some, I'm partial to the boar's head meats, get you a package of boar's head turkey, get you some plain rice cakes or some wasa crisps
0: or some pickles some lettuce yes something
1: i've done celery before i've wrapped turkey around celery there's a whole grocery store filled with food you do not if your goals are strong enough and important enough to you there is no fast food that's that that's going to be beneficial to you There's a grocery store with all the food that you could ever want. And you have that power to go in there and get what you need. Sit in your car and eat it. Get a rotisserie chicken. Take the skin off. I have done that before. Grocery stores are my best friend now. Is it annoying to get out? I don't care if you've got a kid in tow. I don't care if the kid is sleeping. You should have planned ahead, but you didn't. And you're going to learn the next time. So in that particular moment, you're not going to go through the fast food because your kid's sleeping in the back. You're going to go ahead and get your kid out. You're going to hike it on your hip and you're going to go into the grocery store, get what you need to get. And then you're going to sit and you're going to eat your food and you're going to tell yourself next time I'm planning ahead.
0: Yep. That's it. And, and meal yes, prep. those are all things I've done. And and I've, I've, I've learned and I've I've knew this, but like I can go physically go to the grocery store or I can plug in an Instacart. However, I want to get my, my, my goods for the week for me currently it's it's several packages like two or three packages of of chicken tenders tenderloins Mm -hmm. and i can literally walk you know in the house and open my air fryer bust open the chicken tenderloins put them in the air fryer turn the thing on and walk away and i have 15 minutes later i have at least three maybe four days worth of prepped good quality protein source right there. And what I'll do is just take the digital food scale and go ahead and weigh out, you know, 150 grams of cooked chicken tenderloins and put them in little containers or baggies. And that way I know that each little baggie that I grab out of the fridge is, is got 35 grams of protein ish and in there 150 calories.
1: It just takes the thinking and it, out of it, it. It don't
0: take that long. And then another one I've recently stumbled on is the slow cooker. Oh my gosh.
1: Did You've, that not just change your world? You
0: literally, if you don't have 40 seconds to r- to rip open three packages of chicken breast and literally throw them in a slow cooker, you don't even have to add any water. You don't have to add anything. Mm-mm. Maybe just put a little salt and pepper.
1: Yeah, I do that after.
0: <laughs> turn turn it on low and walk away for nine hours. You come back and that thing is just so pulling apart, tender. Yeah. That's how you get the shredded chicken. Yep. I was able to fill a whole container of that probably a, a good solid week's worth of shredded chicken.
1: And that's how Bose does his chicken for his, his, his Buffalo chicken night. I, I taught him how to make chicken just like that. He was amazed too. He's like, do I put any liquid with it? I'm like, no, just put the chicken in.
0: And the same thing with the, like your greens, you know, throw in some, a, a frozen bag of broccoli in a, in a boiler, uh, microwave, a frozen bag of broccoli, go ahead and dish out your Tupperwares of, of your green and then choose your carb source. You know, whether that's rice or um, potatoes. I, I was able to boil, um, I think it was like eight oh, just yeah. regular white potatoes. I just cut them up in like little chunks, like mm-hmm. golf ball-sized chunks with the skin on, put them in a boiler with water, get it boiling, reduce the heat a little bit.
1: Getting eight, fork tender?
0: Maybe 15 minutes later, 20 minutes later, that, that fork's piercing right through them with ease. I strain the water off, go ahead and measure out my potatoes into little containers. I can literally... I'm going to time it one day. I can probably cook all my, all my at least lunches and maybe even dinners probably within, within 30 minutes to an hour. Yeah. You know, and that's not even being cons- like constant glued to the kitchen. Like, you know, you got time to walk away for a minute and sometimes I'll toggle between doing stuff in the yard or going for a walk while stuff's cooking. Mm-hmm. So it's just it got to be. It doesn't
1: take as long as what you think it takes. And in the beginning, it may seem like it takes forever just because you've never done it before. You're so used to going through a drive through You're so used to the convenience foods. Yes, it's gonna seem Door-dash. like that. Yep. it's gonna seem like that it takes forever, but it just means that you just need to keep at it. And then before you know it, It's going to be second nature to you. And that that was my goal, is I wanted meal prepping to be second nature to me. And that's where I am right now. It's nothing for me to make my steak, make my chicken, uh, go ahead and steam my broccoli, do, gosh, the potato slicer that you got, This potato slicer. Man, she was resistant
0: to use it forever, so...
1: I was only because I've been cutting potatoes the same way. And Keith is over here like, this takes too long. I'm like, no, it doesn't. And he's like, I'm going to buy me a potato slicer. And I'm like, you go for it. I'm going to continue because this does not take me that long at all. Like like I was actually quite passionate about not using this potato slicer. And then I started using the potato slicer. And oh, my gosh, if I didn't fall in love with you all over again. Yeah,
0: guys, this thing's like 50 (gasps) bucks off Amazon. It's stainless steel. You, you literally drop your potato in and pull a handle, and out comes These perfectly, perfectly french These perfectly
1: shaped french fries that will either toss in olive oil. And we measure. Or, yep. Yes, we measure the olive oil. Half a tablespoon. Yep. And I do that on a food scale. So I'll take my potatoes, and I'll put it on a food scale, and then I will just drizzle very slowly over to where I get to seven grams because there's – Fourteen grams in a tablespoon, so seven grams would be half. I've even done it before; where I've done a third of a tablespoon, so I'll go up to five grams. Uh, right now, I am in the stage where I'm doing the spray and really trying to control that because, oh my gosh, like who knows how much? But I'm getting results right now, so we're good to go. Yeah, we're so good like to go. you said,
0: you can just spray your. I'm just e- spraying e- each with each side PM. of your, your 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 French fries.
1: I don't even do each spray. side. Just I just do. do I just do one side. I just sit there and spray. Yeah. And then cook those in the air fryer, and they make the best uh, they make the best french fries. I absolutely love them um, so these routines they 're going to be different, but there are ways that you can help just ease that just just ease the discomfort of. The changing of the habits make sure you've got your containers utilize instacart uh, if you're in the same position that we are and you're trying to use the same air fryer buy you a second air fryer that was probably mm-hmm, the yeah. best thing that we did i I'm, just
0: i'm about to buy a second food scale
1: <laughs> we're like we need his and hers refrigerators and food scales and air fryers and kitchens and <laughs> yes for but sure. we, we've, we've, done, we've done pretty good. But yes, I, I, we re really do need another food scale. That's for sure. Uh, so you had talked about you know eating the same foods. And again, this is not a sustainable something. So in the grand scheme of things, this is a relatively short period of time. If you find foods that work for you, stick with it. I purposely didn't eat broccoli up until 12 weeks ago because i didn't want to get tired of broccoli so once we decided that we were going into prep then i just started eating broccoli and it was like a brand new food to me
0: yeah i still not
1: tired of potatoes though
0: and that goes for any anybody that's trying to get on some kind of structured plan find find a system that works that you can stick with and you enjoy and just stick with it like so many people want all this variety and and fun and like like come on like you, you need to like hunker down and do the simple things first before you can have all this variety and have fun. Like just even from a human evolution standpoint, I talk about this a lot, how back a thousand years ago, there wasn't a lot of variety. I mean, we're not really designed to, 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 to be making choices like we have to make these days. Like you didn't drive through Chick-fil-A or Wendy's 500 years ago. You didn't have a choice to go to a Mexican restaurant, and get loco rice Mm-mm. and possibly a margarita.
1: I'm telling you the amount of mental energy that, I used to spend deciding what to eat and overwhelming myself. It was crazy. And you just don't realize it until you take all those choices away and you simplify. So now it's, it's just nothing to me to eat my steak and broccoli and potatoes got, or my yeah. chicken and green beans and rice. Like
0: you got a person that's hundred pounds overweight. That's, hasn't even started yet that's worried about getting tired of eating the same foods.
1: Yeah. Well, let's start eating the same foods and then we can cross the bridge of getting tired of it. When we cross that bridge, it's like when I was deciding whether I wanted to quit drinking or not. And I would listen to these podcasts and stuff like that. And one of the, one of the things that people would would say and they would start freaking out about is I'm never going to be able to have a glass of champagne at my daughter's wedding And they would ask, well, how old is your daughter? They'd be like, she's four. (laughs) Like they're worried about something that hasn't even happened. Let's get through today first. Let's get through today first. first. And then we'll worry about, let's get through you eating chicken, rice, and broccoli for a sustained period of time for one meal. Just one meal of your day. I'm not even saying you got to eat it for for your entire day. Just for your lunch. Let's get through that and then let's cross the bridge of i'm tired of that for lunch. Let's cross that bridge when we get there.
0: Yep, that's it.
1: So a lot of times people think that to get this body that they want, get in this deficit, they've got to do hours hours of cardio. So let's talk about the role because cardio does play a role, but it doesn't play the role that people think that it plays when you're trying to drop body fat
0: no i mean it's like that's your body is already like this this just furnace you know just to keep you alive that's called your bmr so i'm a numbers guy so i'll use the uh, my numbers just just to keep my body alive you know if i was to, to be bedridden or sit on the couch all day my body is gonna burn around 2300 calories okay so I'm not not extremely. I'm not extremely active. In other words, I'm not out doing construction every day. Um, you know, I do my normal hour workout, which a typical weight session will burn what 250 calories an hour weight session. Would you agree, Ali? Yeah. So that's that's 250 300 calories you may need for some physical exertion, and then the rest of the day you're just your normal walking around. You know, a few hundred calories. So, you know, I could technically without really doing any cardio just use my diet alone to to probably see a lot of really cool changes Mm -hmm. um but what happens when you start creating this calorie deficit deficit through your diet um and it's a healthy deficit in other words you're eating above that bmr enough to keep you thriving and stuff functioning properly because so many people eat under their bmr and that's when hormones start getting off and they start getting moody and hangry and their hair starts getting dry. But you start creating this deficit and your body, the body fat, physical body fat cells in your body fat and your body starts breaking up. There's, there's, there's gotta be a way that leaves your system, you know, and the, the way body fat actually leaves your system, your body is through your uh, urine, your sweat and your lungs. So you're going to pee it out, you're gonna sweat it out, or you're gonna breathe it out. So, hence, that's where cardio comes into play. I've never did cardio for direct fat loss. I've I've learned to disconnect that from my mind. So, when I do cardio, I'm only assisting that structured diet and that ca- that that safe calorie deficit. I'm using the cardio as a way to just help ex- excrete that body fat that's broke up through through my proper diet. You know, because you're obviously breathing hard, you're sweating. It's a good detox. I just feel good. I do it more for the endorphins. So.
1: You taught me that.
0: Yeah. So, like, I mean, it it just, it's never made sense to me because you can kill, like, freaking, you know, 40 minutes on a stair mill or 45 minutes. And from a caloric standpoint, you're only only burning, like, 500 calories. And, you know, yet I can walk out to my vehicle and and down a little pouch of peanuts and be right back there at it. So. It always goes, goes back to that. You can't out-train or out-cardio uh, a bad diet or unstructured diet.
1: Exactly. That, and that's, that's one of those things that I have come to learn over these past 15 or 16 months that I have prioritized my nutrition. That's, that's the magic sweet spot that I've been searching for all this time. I've always been active. But like I said before, I would do Monday through Thursday, I would feel like that I had done really, really well, so I deserve a break. So Friday, I would have a meal, which turned into Saturday, and then Sunday, let's just get it out of my system, and then we'll start back on Monday. I was shooting myself in the foot every single time that I did that, and I would get in the gym on Monday, work out extra hard, do extra cardio in order to make up for what I had done over the... I was, I was, I was spitting into the wind is what Mm -hmm. I was doing. So once I put my nutrition, once I prioritized my nutrition, then it was like the workouts, they just became enjoyable again. It wasn't as a, not that it it, here recently um, in the past few years, I guess not, not that it ever became a punishment, but there was a time in my life in my younger years where, yeah, uh, I would do extra cardio because I had eaten bad the weekend before. Well, if I had just eaten, I don't know the word I'm trying to use. Uh, If I had just eaten, you know, the foods like I'm eating right now, there wouldn't be any need for that other stuff. Nope. So nutrition really, nutrition really does matter the most.
0: Yep. And I tell people, you know, regardless of what plan your own, you know, a good goal is minimum. I absolute minimums like from a steps perspective, uh, 7,000 steps per day, but eventually shoot for 10, Like start off as,
1: see
0: see how close you are to 7K, seven steps per day.
1: Because there's something to be said about just being just active. You don't have to be running. You just need to just be walking through the day. Because
0: there is a lot of people that. Helps with digestion, helps with mood. Even if they're eating clean or good, they're still not moving enough. Like, I mean, they're literally like just couch, not even couch potatoes, but they're just sitting in their car, sitting at the office, sitting in the car again, uh, sitting at home like man it's just not enough movement so seven thousand minimum per day on steps or and or a, a goal of 500 movement activity calories burned so either one of those per day would would keep you in my opinion keep you active enough to coincide with a structured diet
1: mm-hmm. i agree i agree so next to talk about water consumption water consumption so that's one of those things with me i i'm i'm at a gallon and a half a day minimum that's a non-negotiable i like to recommend people start off with a gallon of water what what do you think the 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 most benefits of of consuming water during a deficit what 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 benefits It goes back to what I
0: said a while ago Mm -hmm. It's one of the ways flushing body fat leaves your body. Yep. Urine, lungs, sweat. So not only does drinking water just keep you hydrated, but it's actually assisting with the, the fat leaving your body.
1: And if you've never drank that much water before, I recommend people start off with a half a gallon and work your way up to a gallon and however you need to get it, whether you're, buying gallons from the grocery store or you get uh, at spartan smoothies we've got the hydro jugs that are half gallons and fill that up you know twice in the day i am a big water prepper i'll go to a local spring and i will fill up water jugs i've got them all in the back of my car i am never without water uh, i don't drink my calories it comes from water and then yep. um I know you have water delivered to the house. Like there, there is no shortage of water anywhere for us.
0: Yep. I even keep a case of water in my office. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, make sure water is everywhere I go. And I think I forgot to mention what I'm personally doing for my cardio. Cause I know a lot, a lot of this episode was supposed to be about like, what are we each doing to get somewhere shredded? Right. So what I'm currently doing is I'm not, I'm not on a stair mill every day. I'm not on a piece of cardio equipment every day. I'm just I'm just keeping it mixed up. Some days I may just focus more on a 30- a or 40-minute walk.
1: Yeah, because there's no right um, or wrong way to get your heart rate up.
0: I may, I may go do a stair meal session once a week and bust out like maybe 45 minutes. I may hop on, hop on an elliptical for 15 minutes. I, it's, for me, it's just I like keeping it switched up. There's no really wrong or right because I'm not really worried about it because I know most of my results are going to come from my diet.
1: Right. And it's just whatever you can stick to, too.
0: Yep. And I know that if I'm eating right, and I got that pretty much down to like almost like perfection, that any any type of activity I do, whether it's a walk or hopping on my, my, my bicycle, um, whether it's hopping on a treadmill or whatever, or just walking the dog for 30 or 40 minutes, mm-hmm. that's just helping us assist and coincide with that that diet that's ultimately the driving force.
1: Right what I've got going on right now and this is the most cardio I've done in the past 15-16 months is I'm up to six days a week 45 minutes of cardio steady state I was doing two days of high intensity training but he switched it back to steady state so six days of steady state 45 minutes keeping my heart rate around 120 beats per minute which really isn't even that much I want to say it's 65 percent 70 percent, maybe um i did the calculations one day and uh it really isn't that hard it definitely gets the sweat going and i i enjoy it i enjoy cardio so i like to do the arc machine i like to do the stair mill I just got myself a new pair of running shoes. I used to run a lot, and I've just been feeling this urge to get outside and run a little bit in the mornings. Uh, I'm going to be able to have a little more free time in the mornings, and it just seems like the timing's just right. So, I ordered me a new pair of shoes, and we're gonna we're gonna give that a yeah a try.
0: And keep in mind, she's she's six weeks out from a a show, right. bodybuilding show. So my cardio, don't, don't think that you have to do no
1: before that much this, cardio. My cardio was. I think maybe four or five days a week for maybe 30 minutes. Yeah, Like it was not what it is now. And it was still steady state at 120 beats per minute. Like that, that's been the most constant. Yeah. Now
0: for me right now, I'm, I'm cruising right along. I'm, I'm, I'm dropping around 2% body fat a month and I'm, I'm going to stay at this, at this rate because right now it's pretty comfortable. I'm enjoying the process, the variety of different cardio. I don't feel super restrictive now, don't get me wrong. As it gets closer to my goal date, you know, say let's just say four weeks out, three weeks out, if I still feel like, hey, I may not, I may not reach this goal, yeah, I may have to up my cardio a little bit more or do do some hit training, mm-hmm. which I, I think I had note, noted that on my notepad over here that hit training is it just cr- creates a different stimulus for your body. So, anytime you feel like you've hit a plateau. Uh, do something different shape things up a little bit and i love i love a good hit workout you know i used to let cory cory pitts go go beat me up a few days a week and i'm actually thinking about getting plugged back into him as i try to reach some of these summertime goals those are my least favorite
1: workouts they're my least favorite (laughs)
0: yeah i mean you know because you can you can can float through a a a weight workout you know doing your typical you know don't get me wrong they're challenging but and don't get me wrong, cardio session can be a little challenging, but there's nothing like the stimulus that comes from a guy watching you flip a tractor tire so many times, and then beat it with a sledgehammer, and then take off with a, a sandbag on your shoulder for so many meters, and then come back and do dips and pull ups and sit ups. And he says, "Do it three more times." That 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 sparks a whole other stimulus to your body that sometimes wakes it up and change starts happening. Right? You know, I don't. You don't have to do that every day, but you throw in a couple of days of hit training or group classes. And um, there's also studies that show that it stimulates growth hormone. You know, high intensity interval training. Mm-hmm. So, well,
1: speaking of growth hormone, sleep. Yep. Let's talk about the importance of sleep. Sleep is is something that, of course, we all need. But I don't think, I know, I didn't understand the importance of sleep and how effective it is at helping you reach these goals.
0: Yeah. So, like, I'm. I feel pretty blessed in that area because, like... Well, because if, you can fall
1: asleep at the drop of a hat?
0: Well, that, but if if I don't get enough sleep, it affects me, like, like energy-wise. Like, I have to get at least seven hours of sleep, preferably eight. But there's a lot of people that I know that can run off four and five hours of sleep. They, they may not be completely energized, but they still feel pretty good and can get by, quote, quote. Mm-hmm. But what they don't realize is... There, your body's not really probably going into, into all this the complete sleep cycles that it needs to go in and just four or five hours of sleep um it's just it's just not there long enough to do the proper healing and yes a lot of your fat burning and growth hormone recovery takes place during that that seven eight hour period
1: so when it comes to getting ready for bedtime a lot of times we're on our phones right up until it's time to go to bed watching certain tv shows can affect your sleep Uh, i like having my bedtime routine i like getting ready for bed in the 7 7 30 time frame i like to be in bed by eight o'clock i like to be asleep you know shortly after that but i am mindful of what i watch right before bedtime what i listen to right before bedtime I'm. I get everything ready the night before. Like when I wake up in the morning, I don't want to be thinking about anything, and so it's just it's just like clockwork. Like everything's laid out. I know what I'm gonna do. Set my alarms, and I'm off to dreamland. I like to get. For me, it ends up being more like, ooh, seven to eight quality hours would be ideal for me. And here lately, it's been more like six to seven. Not so quality hours, and I've definitely been feeling it.
0: That's about to change, though. It is. You're going to have a little bit more freedom.
1: Yeah, Uh, I
0: know. Elaborate a little bit on the stuff you said a while ago about preparing the night before. Uh, You don't have to go really in-depth into it because I know we're running out of time, but you go as far as go ahead and dividing out all your vitamins into containers yes. and even like scoops of, of like pre-workout and protein powder, <laughs> anything you can just open up and dump without measuring.
1: See, I forget that I do that every single night as my potatoes are cooking. What I'm doing is I am preparing my pre-workout, my intra workout and my post-workout powders and my cereal. Cause I eat cereal after every workout I'm preparing those. I've got those in little cups once every, and I think I've got 12 little cups so every 12 days I'm measuring out and, and divvying up all of my supplements to where I'm not sitting there trying to get my fish oil out, my cranberry out and my milk thistle and yeah, all, these, all these, gosh, I probably got like 13 bottles. different supplements that I'm, I'm, it's just easier for me to just, just lay them all out in the little cups. They're like those little made take along type cups. And I just stack them up. Almost got, like
0: the size of condiment cups. Yeah. Like little sauce. Yep.
1: And I, yep. those are my everyday mm-hmm. ones. And then I've got some, That are for the evening because I do a magnesium, I do fish oil, and I've got um, like a fiber type something that I take right before bed as well. So I've got everything measured out to where in the morning I am feeding my animals and then I am pouring my powders into whichever bottles and then filling them up with water. I just do everything that I can in order to make it easy on myself. And that's what all of this really is about. Y'all find what, make it easy on yourself. Some people might say Instacart's too expensive. Well, we put value on making things easy on ourselves, uh, The time freedom that and it gives it's us.
0: Just same thing with clients. Now when I get them on a plan and they have to download my fitness pal, their resistance to purchasing the premium version to get the features of a barcode scanner and the the quick ad option. A lot of them don't want to spend the money even though it could literally help them. Mm
1: -hmm. There's, there's a a definite shift in where your values lie when you decide that you're going to tackle some goals that, that you've never tackled before and making things easy on yourself that right there, oh my goodness, we, we we definitely like to make things easy on ourselves or else I would never stick with this stuff. I wouldn't stick with it. It has to be easy. There has to be as little thought involved as possible. Otherwise, I'm going to overthink myself to death and I'll never do it. Yep, That was my pattern of the past. I had to change my thought pattern, change my values, shift it up a bit in order to get rolling in this direction that I'm rolling in.
0: That's it. What you got next?
1: So one of the things that is just inevitable and I don't handle it very well at all is the hunger. Hunger is an inevitable part of this process. And I do tell myself that it's not going to last forever, but I don't handle hunger very well. That's Part of where all the water comes into play. Uh, I will drink a diet soda, something that I have, gosh, I yep. can't remember the last time that I was drinking diet sodas. I just have to be careful with them because there are artificial sweeteners in there. And when I was drinking like three a day, I did notice a difference in my midsection. So I'm like, okay, we're going to have to dial this back a little bit. And I don't even have one a day now, but there are some times, especially if I'm out and about and it's not time to eat yet, I will stop at a gas station and I'll grab me, try and stick with, I don't know if this, it's probably just psychological, but I try and stick with the clear diet. Well, notice. it's not even
0: the carbonation. It's the, like you said, it's the, for the, for the Cokes and stuff like that. Yes, it is the aspartame and the artificial sweeteners that could kind of play a role in like how much water you're holding, your bloat, bloat feeling. Yeah,
1: I definitely felt so.
0: do do a carbonated water yes so many different brands did you notice uh, that i
1: got the topo chico yeah
0: just just straight up carbonated waters can can help fill you up Uh, and it's
1: just something different than the regular flat water
0: i go through about a jar of pickles a day
1: you taught me the pickle trick
0: yes now why do
1: you do pickles
0: it's zero calorie crunch i mean it's cucumbers for god's sake i mean you know you chug you chug um 20 ounces of water and throw back about a half a jar of pickles three or four pickles you're you're good to go for another hour so
1: it's true pickles have saved me even even my son is trying to get into my pickles your kids they'll be like what are you eating i'm like they're my pickles and And some are better than others
0: yep and i definitely
1: let them know these are my good pickles
0: (laughs) and especially the spicy ones like if you get some a little bit of zest to it just that heat coming off the pickles will fill you up you know any spicy foods will fill you up faster I mean, so that's, that's definitely a, a pro tip for you.
1: Yep. I love that. Those, and it sounds so simple, but yeah, pickles are, are lifesavers, uh, supplementation. We will get people that come into Spartan smoothies and they want to know what they can take in order to burn fat. Do you want to talk on that? Because it's, it's not as simple as someone coming in and they're like, I want to take a pill. Yeah, I take so a pill I always I ask them.
0: You know, I always just start off with the basics, like, "Hey, you know, are you getting enough protein? Because protein can play a huge role in your metabolism and all that stuff." And they're like, "Probably not." Well, I always just get them to to buy a protein powder because that's essentially a can be a fat loss product. But as far as the other products like fat burners, yes they can help if you're putting in efforts in other areas, like most of your fat burner pills are going to heat you up and they're going to be a little bit of thermogenic and they're going to suppress your appetite, which can be good and can be bad. Um, but there's not a lot of, there's not any magical products out there. I mean, there's all, all the supplements that, that I sell can assist you with a already structured plan. There's no magic in a bottle, Mm -mm. you know, icing on the cake for me, what it is, you know, I've got things dialed in, and I may use, like, liquid L-carnitine. That's, there's, there's plenty of studies out there to show that liquid L-carnitine can help your body utilize fat as fuel. There's one called Fireball. It's made by High Tech Pharmaceuticals or nutri and it's, it heats you up a little bit. It's got some stuff in it called Grains of Paradise. So if you want a good sweat in conjunction with that L-carnitine, that's great for, like, pre-cardio, uh, CLA, conjugated lino, linoleic acid yep. is a good natural uh, fat burner that is not going to make you jittery um other than that about, i forget about that one yeah other than that like your l-carnitines your um your clas your thermogenics a good pre-workout powder and a good protein powder that's that's like what i would consider some good tools in the supplement category i agree but if you're you know if you're still eating in a calorie surplus and all that jazz but you need You grab a fat burner bottle it's probably not going to work and the only reason a lot of times it does work for people is because it does suppress your appetite to where you're not eating quite as much hence controlling calories
1: it all goes back Um, to calories they lose weight and they're like oh this fat burner was
0: great you know it works and it worked because it it stopped you from eating uh, number two at hardy's
1: right right (laughs) 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 and we're gonna be closing it out but one one question that we'll get and it it's it's one of those questions I know I had and I just had to let this go. But people wonder how long will it take to lose X amount of weight? We're talking about getting shredded for summer. They want to know how long will it take to lose ten pounds? How long will it take to lose twenty pounds? And the answer I have learned to give people is it takes what it takes. It yep. it takes you learning the how to be consistent. It takes, well, You, I don't know if you can learn to be consistent. You either are consistent or you aren't consistent, but you learn these habits and you you don't consider yourself a failure if it doesn't happen. You just learn as you go and stop with the bathroom scale. Stop with everything being attached to a number on a scale. I had to let that go a long time ago. I wanted my body to look a certain way. And I I can tell you right now, my body looks nothing like it did when I was the same weight back in my early twenties. I'm the same weight now that I was the day that I got married at 22 years old, but my body looks totally, I much prefer my body the way that it looks now. I've got significant amount more muscle mass on me and back then all i cared about was a number on the scale but gosh i did not like my shape i was just a smaller version i had lost i think 15 pounds at that time i was just a smaller version of myself i had no shape to me at all so let go of the idea that a goal has to be attached to a number on a scale and just start developing some of these habits. Just start practicing some of these things and shifting yep. your thoughts. And um, just see what happens. Just see where it leads you. You can definitely make some significant changes. But if you're hung up on a number on a bathroom scale, that can hold you back too. Because you you probably could be making some significant body composition changes. But you'll be holding yourself back if you're just relying on the bathroom scale and you're like, Oh, I've only lost two pounds. But your body looks so different and you're developing these habits. Well yeah, what if you're what drinking if you're your water sleeping better?
0: What if you're just feeling better? What if you're just what if your clothes are fitting a little bit better yeah, you know you you, people don't put value on those things they're still just hung up on that bathroom scale
1: yes and the more hung up on a number on a bathroom scale you are the more you are holding yourself back from seeing these other amazing changes that your body is probably making
0: and everybody does expect that they should see these rapid changes like they're they're like surely since i've ate this way for a week or two or i've got this quote, quote uncomfortable gosh surely that scale scale is going to be down 10 pounds in a week or two and a lot of times it's not no and you just need to go ahead and get your mind just off that idea and just know that you just need to think long term like like what if i was to tell you you were going to have to walk from from here to california like if i gave you a, a certain time frame to work with like you got to do it by within two months that's going to put a lot of stress on you, a lot of pressure, and it's probably not going to be an enjoyable experience. But if if I told you you, you had a year, you, can, you could plan it out, you could do a little bit each day, mm-hmm. and guess what? You would eventually get there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You would eventually get there. So that's kind of how you got to look at this new new chapter you're going into with these, these body composition goals and diet plans. Just get the idea that don't expect any kind of changes in, in a month, especially a week. I always tell everybody stick with stick with a plan almost to perfection for like 90 days.
1: Yeah. You know, and then see what happens. Yeah. You will amaze yourself. You will amaze yourself when you start working on these habits that you've never, ever, ever worked on before. You will be amazed at yourself, how all of that momentum just, just compounds on top of each other and you just get a little bit better each day you will shock yourself at what your body's capable of.
0: That's it. All right. Well, appreciate y'all tuning in. Like I said at the beginning of the show, if you got any value in this show, just please uh, give us a review, share us on Facebook, Spotify, and we'll catch y'all next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode. If you receive any value from the show, please share, subscribe, and give us a rating.